Maybe you can watch it at the nursing home together or something. It's going to be fun being in a nursing home. I'm going to put like fat beats on my wheelchair. I'm going to listen to Snoop Dogg yeah. and stuff. Be great. Yeah. You're like, he's listening to classic classical gangster rap. <laughs> Pivot loan is almost. I, it, I don't know where we're at with it, but I know we got all of our paperwork in, so we're just waiting for it to finally get uh, to get authorized. So that'll be fun. Oh, sweet! Yeah, because you know, this is the Hobbyplex show, and uh, we're sponsored by Pivot Lending, where you can find them at pivotlending.com, and, and your host is actually using their services to uh, refinance our house. That's cool. Yeah, you can find them at pivotlending.com. Do you know? I, the, one of the things about that, about doing this refi though, is we're doing another 30 year, right? And it dawned on me that I'm 42. Gretchen's birthday was Sunday and I'm not going to say how old she was um, or she is, but a 30 year loan would put me getting our house paid off when I'm 72. <laughs> like that just dawned on me. Like ugh. when in reality we were like, what is it? And then 2040. So we were like 20 years away from getting our house paid off before, but I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. I think about that and I'm like, holy crap. Is that even a real date? Yeah. You know, I have this thing where, um, I saw Haley's comet, I think in 1986. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals was to live until I, I can see Haley's comet again. And I think, I think I would be like 80 something to be able to see it again. It's like, it's like 2070 something like that, or I can't, I'd have to look it up again, but I know it's, I know I'd have to get pretty old. So maybe by then you could just go there like Armageddon style. Oh, maybe that'd be sweet. Right. Right on a comet. I don't know. We were supposed to have flying cars and shit by now. So I don't, who said that back when I was, when I was a kid in the early eighties, like we uh, by 2020, we were all supposed to be flying around and flying cars and and uh, you know have this new massive you know um, amazing power source that didn't require any maintenance or or uh, you know didn't hurt the environment and all that and none of that's come to fruition at all. Yeah, that's democracy for you. <laughs> Everything just kind of stays <laughs> and, and and also a lot of, all the cars look the same. That's even worse. Like there's, there's hardly any cars that are, that stand out anymore. Like every other car looks just like every other car. Yeah. Only so many ways to skin a cat there, buddy. I know. I wish they would get into like big fins or something like that again. Yeah. We should just come up with that. Yeah. So what'd you do while I was on vacation? This is my first, this is our first podcast. So if you guys that don't know, this is our first podcast back since, uh, I officially went on vacation, um, almost a week and a half ago now. We did the Monday that I was actually on vacation with Kurt Wenger, and then I went on vacation, and then we skipped Monday. So there's a little bit to get caught up on. Um, I don't know. It worked a lot. Yeah? Um, not really a lot, I guess. I just worked. I don't know. Um, last weekend, I was going to race, um, but uh, I volunteered some time to the local hobby town here in Lincoln owned by Dan and Chelsea Schmidt um, by breaking in uh, three nitro rustlers for a uh, 
child in the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Were these um, new? Like new in package? Yeah, they were brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah. So originally they wanted um, they wanted a nitro car. They, they, that's what they wanted. And they wanted to get three of them so um, the kid, mom, and dad could all drive together, which that's admirable. But originally they wanted um, Kyosho, Nitro, uh, Inferno, um, Evo, like 3.0s, the gas one. It's like a buggy. And okay. um, I was like, I was, I, I ran him through the five tank break in and I was like, there's no way that somebody new is going to be able to start this thing with the pull start and have a good experience. Yeah. Pull starts are the devil. Yeah. I mean, those are good cars and all, but, um, it just was, it's kind of advanced for what we we're doing. That's like one of those things when I, and I, unfortunately I see it too often, but, but guys will come in and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll have some sort of problem with their easy start and they'll be like, yeah, I want to get rid of this easy start. And I'm going to, we're going to put on a pull start, make this thing. And I'm like, I've always been, ever since I started working there in 2004, I've always been like, why would you do that? You're just, yeah. you're just basically looking for blisters now on your hands. Well, it's the, it's the same one way bearing that you have to replace yeah, and clean. Why would you, I think that's what they're, that's the thought is like, oh, the one way bearing won't go yeah. bad or whatever. But yeah, like, no, it's, it's still the same thing. Just a different drive. It's like, why would you not make a, let a machine do most of the work for you? Yeah, and you don't have to screw around with the glow plug igniter. Yeah, well, even then, it, what I've had, but eventually, uh, you know, a lot of times that blue wire gets annoying, so a, yeah. lot of, a lot of guys will just take a glow igniter and hook it up anyways, but you still use the, pull, the uh, easy start to turn the engine over, because why would you not? Yeah, I know. So there, there is that. I I did that on, on that was Saturday when um, Dan gave the cars to the family. I saw the post on the Hobbit yeah, Town. Yeah, and we took him and ran him around in this field and stuff, and it was a good time. But Friday night was a disaster. I was working on the the second car and get I like so. Traxxas does their break in process, and I know it by heart because I just did it three times, actually four. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. Um, so. Like the first tank is just like short quarter throttle pulls, um, and then you let it like sit and cool off. Second tank is half throttle pulls, and then you let it cool off. And the third tank, you go half throttle, and then for like three seconds, and then the uh, fourth tank is without letting it cool down is full throttle for three seconds, and then the fifth tank is full throttle for five seconds. I was on. The fifth tank, the full noodle, full throttle, down my street for five seconds. And just like, "Ah!" and we're going down, I'm going down the street in front of my house, just full tilt. "Ah!" And it's like screaming. And I let off the throttle and nothing happens. It just keeps going. Oh, no. So there. Run away. Run away. Yeah. yeah, I was like, she's a little runaway. And, and so, like, the car went full tilt into my neighbor's, uh, actually, like, three houses down from my neighbor's um, driveway, like, their opening, like, gap, like, yeah. where, you, where you, like, the curbing goes up. So mm-hmm. it was, like, the perfect ramp to clear um, their entire yard 
land in this intersection and then hit a, another curb that's like straight like uh American curb. history X style yeah. curb. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and just like went full tilt into that that ninety degree <laughs> curb and went shooting up like sixty feet in the air and landed in this old person's flower bed and I have to go it's like it's still running with the pipe off of it. It's like bah! and <laughs> and and uh the pipes off of it. And I just like I just walked over to it with it running and it shut off. I knew it was going to shut off because it yeah. didn't have the pressure from the exhaust. And um, go over there and uh, pick it up out of this flower bed and bring it back. And uh, this this truck is the result. There's the <laughs> that's how Bennett got. Wow. <laughs> like the, that's flat and yeah. that's how that's no yeah you did a number <laughs> like, on that. That's amazing. It like broke all the top plate and oh, everything, yeah. and yeah, I think I think it was even like the last like it was like almost at it. Uh, it was getting low on fuel. You should try to return it. that. You should try to return that, and you should walk in and be like, be like, listen, man, this thing didn't work, and it's 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 not my fault. I want to return this, and like you should pack it all nicely up into a box. Uh, the actual original box and get it all taped up, take the batteries out of the controller and just expect that, uh, that uh, they'll take it back. Well, the the thing is, is it's not my fault. Like that's exactly what happened. Like it isn't my fault. No, I know. I know. Like literally I am the guy that did nothing wrong and his, and his truck ran away. Like just, and I found what happened. There's yeah. a, there's a, uh, on the on off switch, there's a wire that was off. Or like not soldered on enough. We should um that'd be a Traxxas phone call. In all honesty. Well, that should be a Traxxas well, yeah, phone call. I, I, I they're they're gonna sit, tell you to pound sand. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I mean yeah. would they? I don't I mean, know. They, the hobby shop can't take it back, that's for sure. No, like Dan said he was gonna call him. But on I would have been like I would have been like, Yeah, we're uh, oh crap, I just dropped my but they just like they'll talk to you like you're an idiot, probably. Oh, you have your headphones off. Yeah, sorry, man. I dropped just, my headphones. They'll 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 talk they'll talk to you like you're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing. <sighs> yeah. And and they'll be like, oh, you must be dumb. <laughs> what's the what's the voltage of the batteries? They'll ask you that. Yeah, that's true. You know, I and I was like, well, why is this thing off? So I just started taking stuff off of it until I got to there. Uh, I did, and I didn't get fuel in the receiver because the receiver is just like open with no receiver box. I'm trying to remember who had a runaway in Lincoln, and their 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 T Max or something like that jumped jumped the curb on on First Street, jumped the second curb because it's a four lane or whatever it is. No, it's a two lane. Anyways, ended up in that swamp over there. Oh, really? Yeah. Dan had a runaway with his RC10 one time. Yeah. I almost, I want to say it was Jamie might have. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, it was, it was old. It was old, uh, hobby town, uh, Lincoln track, like 2001, 2002 when we were racing yeah. T maxes and I can't remember, but it was somebody that I, eh, so long ago now. Yeah. I just realized that, that, um, Ju- July, uh, 
it was Gretchen's birthday yesterday. And so I had, I had the day off and we went and did stuff that she wanted to do. She wanted to go to eat sushi for some reason. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. Um, but I was, I, I was thinking about it and, uh, it'll be, uh, 21 years, July 13th. Yeah. Cause it's 2021, right? Because Gretchen's birthday lands April 11th, then our anniversary is April 26th, and then Mother's Day is Mother's 8th, or May 8th. So this is like, I get the triple wallop within about a month. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I got I got lucky. The only thing with our anniversary is that it's close to Christmas. Oh. That's true. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's June, January 6th? Yep. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I think so. You have to ask my wife. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I've forgotten. <laughs> so, and the other thing I did is I finished building my uh, B6.3. Yeah. And it's right here. I'm, I, uh, according to Associated's tracking, uh, ours should be in the store on Wednesday. Yeah. We have, I would like to have ran this thing this weekend, but I, I had that thing going on. Yeah. That, well, that nightmare of a break-in. But it all worked out, and the kid is happy, and yeah. that's what it's all about, man. And I got to meet Batman. Batman really? is there. Batman? Yeah. Yeah, Batman. Yeah. I took I had my picture taken with him. I'm pretty sure that's our producer's favorite uh superhero. Or one yeah. of them, I think. So, yeah. It, it was Batman. I met, met the real life Batman. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. It would have been sweet if he was dressed like Adam West Batman, though. <laughs> like if I ever dress like Batman, that's the Batman I'm dressing uh, as. I kind of prefer Batman oh, without gee. without underwear and tights. Really? Yeah, I like the cool. I like Michael Keaton Batman. I like that one. You you like uh, what's that guy? Uh, the um, nipple guy, the nipples costume. No, uh, George Clooney. That's George Clooney George, Batman. Yeah, you like George Clooney Batman? Like, who puts nipples on a on a costume? That's they gotta go somewhere. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's like people were getting mad about uh, the Mandalorians in the in the Mandalorian show. The women Mandalorian having a, a bosom armor. It's like, well, well they got to go somewhere. You got to you got to make shape for them. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got you got to. They got nipples. They got to go somewhere. What's new? Uh, yeah, we're supposed to get our B our B six point threes on Wednesday. We ordered um eight dirt cars and one carpet car because it's not our carpet season. So. Um, nice. So suppo- I'm supposed I, they shipped on Friday, according to the Associated. So we're supposed to get them on Wednesday, and I'll do uh, if if we for sure get them that day. I'm actually thinking about going into work early just so that we can get them out of the box and get them out, so I can get a good picture of them for Facebook. But I'll be getting one Wednesday. I'm gonna thrash on that thing and try to get that thing built because my big race. This is a good lead-in for the ProTech race. Yeah. So. The ProTech race is in two weeks, so the track build begins Sunday, Sunday night. This this coming up Sunday. It's coming up quick. So I yeah. only have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to get that car built mm-hmm. and and uh, and get going. Yeah, I uh, I pretty much put my shock setup from the my other car on this one. Um, the only thing I did different was the the medium pistons. Mm-hmm. Like not the not the thick, not the thin, but the medium. Oh, okay. The just right ones. Just I right. I put those in there. I haven't tried them yet, but and I went up half a half a weight shock oil to compensate for it, or or two and a half weight, or whatever you want to call it. What are you it. gonna do for a body? You gonna just paint it white? 
for now? No, I'm just going to use this one. Oh, you're just going to use your 0.2 body? Yeah, I, just, I, just, I only ran this for like two races. Yeah, that's true. So, oh, okay. yeah, it goes right on there. I, I have Emerson's, um, so I sold Emerson's car uh, <laughs> this Saturday <laughs> to uh, one of the, the Webb brothers, I think Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause those two kids, Eli and Cole, they, they didn't even race Saturday. They were there all day at corner marshalling. Really? And I'm like, dude, I'm like, and they, they kept wanting the, they were asking me about a Kyosho car and all this other shit. I'm like, don't buy a Kyosho car right now. And I'm like, why? And they want a buggy. And I'm like, I'll tell you what, I will sell you Emerson's car super cheap. Just don't buy, mm-hmm. don't buy anything other than a Losi or associated. And, yeah. uh, so they got, they got one car out of the way and, uh, um, but I'm, I'm ready to pick. So Emerson, I, I got to build two cars in like four days. Yeah. Cause then, uh, then Sunday it's game on. It's just Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, for the track. We got a lot to do. Yeah. A lot to well, do. Well, if you could get, if you could give me your car, I'll build it. Yeah, I could do that. I'll, uh, if you could get it, yeah, yeah, get it to me, but I'll, well, I the build thing it for is, you though, and bring is, it up with me on Saturday. So I, I kind of wanted to build at least one of them because I, I wanted, I want to do a, a build video for YouTube. Oh yeah, whatever. That's kind of, I don't know. I've been having fun with the, um, um, time lapse. Yeah. It's been kind of fun. That's cool. So, yeah. And, and like, it was kind of nice since I already, like my electronics, weight and everything was the same as the one that comes in the kit, the 13 gram aluminum one. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just took my electronics out of my old car and just put them into this one. Yep. Yeah. I got all my and, electronics uh, waiting for both Emerson and I's both cars. They're, they're on the plate. Yeah. So should be really good. So that, that's going to be a big deal. Um, when that, when, if they, if they show up on time lately, the shipping has been really atrocious for being on time. So we've had, Oh Yeah. So we've had uh, our our two biggest orders are from Horizon Hobby and from Traxxas usually, and mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks it was getting better for a little while, and then all of a sudden the last couple of weeks a single order that could be like twenty twenty five boxes gets spread out over like three days or four days coming in, which is terrible, right? Because that just makes it harder for us because we can't just get the order tagged and get it out. We have to wait for the rest of the stuff to show up and ugh, it's just terrible. And then Traxxas has like nothing in stock. So basically like their orders get spliced out, but then they also get a bunch of back orders in at the same time. And so you don't know what order goes with what. And so it, that's been getting harder and harder as well. Pandemic problems. I think Yeah, first, first world problems. First world really. problems yeah. My, uh, pretty much every order I've ever placed in the last, three months has that shipped USPS has been like, I always get priority shipping and it's like, eh, we don't know when it's coming. Like it's arriving late. Yeah. It'd be a day. It could be a week. And the, my, my two wheel was probably the quickest, uh, lateness that there was. Yeah. It was only a day late, but it was not a dollar short. <laughs> so, over the uh, the course of a vacation, the first three days went by super fast because I was just at home, and uh, I was actually just um, I decided I was going to clean out my room downstairs, the yeah. the, uh, the man cave, the after hours headquarters, and uh, I ended up putting a bunch of stuff on eBay over those three days, and then we went yeah. to Colorado, and that was pretty fun. Um, it was so so much driving though, like 
because we only, we were only gone for three days. So we had to go there, spend a day, and then come back. So it was over the course of three days. So we did a lot of driving in those three days. Super chat. We just got a super chat from uh, Jason Haley. Nice. Uh, backyard. This is an interesting topic. Backyard track. What's most important to do? Um, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, for me, if it was my backyard track, I'd make that thing easy to work on, easy to drive on, because you don't want to have to be going out there and getting your car all the time. The less maintenance, the better. Like, make sure you, you're that you're building it, that track to drive on. Not yeah, maintain make that. sure that it like doesn't collect a bunch of water, and don't oh, get. Yeah, that's I, important. I wouldn't get too crazy with with um, the design, um, unless it's made out of carpet, I guess. Yeah, I so um, who was it? Uh, who is that guy that drives for? Is it S word? No, Techno. Uh, Tyler Jones. He posted that backyard track. Yeah, and he, all all his jumps were uh, carpeted uh, plywood. Yeah, and that that was actually a really good idea because then you don't have to like maintain the faces of the jumps and stuff. That's what they do in Europe. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. Um, it just looked and really like, I don't even know if you'd have to till it or nothing. You could just set the lawnmower to, to, um, uh, thin crust pizza mode. Right. And go like super, super thin cut. And then that could just be your barrier. Yeah. You know, like if you let the grass kind of grow up a little bit around it, you know, and then you don't have to do a whole bunch of piping you just do some cones, but that's yeah. what I. That's what I do. If I was going to put a back uh, track in my backyard, I'd make it easy, make it simple, and I'd make the jumps so that I didn't have to maintain them to make them jump better. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Emerson, and I thought about doing like a 118 scale track for like mini mm-hmm. tees and stuff, but our our backyard's kind of small, so we just, we had to pick and choose. He's got. Um, I'm actually building a, a crawler course in the backyard. I'm in the middle of that right now. And as a matter of fact, I'm when I go home, I'm going to try to finish it. And, uh, or at least finish part of it. But, um, before that it was a mountain bike slash training trail that he made where he like made, oh, cool. he made like two jumps and a berm. He dug out part of our backyard to make the, to build the dirt for the berm. Gretchen was, uh, Gretchen was super happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I bet, <laughs> but now I've kind of taken up a corner of our, of our yard. Uh, with this crawler course, it's going to be really cool. I'm going to get some video of it, get it up. It'll be fun. I should have grabbed yeah. some rock while I was out there in Colorado, just stuffed it in the back. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I went to the, um, oh gosh, the crawl space. You ever heard of that? No, but that's a really good name for yeah. a rock crawler. Track. So it's, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a store with a rock crawler course in it and it's called the crawl space mm-hmm. and they have a really big That's online, a really, really clever name. Yeah. Uh, they have a really big online presence. Uh, they like, they make a lot of their own stuff. I kind of, I used a little bit of my government money on a new chassis for one of my crawlers. And I was like, cause I knew I was, if I was going to go to this crawler store and there was some stuff that we just can't get. Like I asked, I even asked them if, if they would do wholesale to us at the Plex to see if we could sell some of stuff. And they, they turned us down. They're like, nah, we'd rather, deal direct so that we can answer questions the right way and not have to rely on other people. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. That's good. Um, but I, but I saw this chassis on the shelf and I'm like, Oh, I'm, I, I kind of went in there knowing that if they had one of those, I was going to buy it. And, uh, so I ended up buying that 
and uh, I needed some video for my enduro build, so I, I used their course for some of that and uh, kind of got some good ideas, got some interesting leads on some product ideas uh, that we can get. I just got to contact these uh, individual companies for our crawler um, section, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm kind of, kind of the curator of that almost, you know, and, uh, um, I got some ideas on how to make it better. I bought a bumper, a rear bumper that they made. That's pretty cool. Not very expensive. And then, uh, then we went up in the mountains before it got dark and, uh, we got up to about really close to 9,000 feet, which I thought was really neat. And, uh, I was kind of worried about my truck for a little bit, but it was fine. It handled it. Why would you be worried about that with your truck? Well, it's not really tuned for the lack of air. Fuel injected. That's true. It, it tunes itself. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know. I don't know anything. The last time I was in the mountains, I was, I was 15. Uh, <laughs> my friend Aaron and his mom and sister had a, had a timeshare in Fraser, Colorado, just right out. I think it's right outside of winter park. And, uh, and so it was a condo, a little condo, and I'd never been there before. They wanted to do, we went whitewater rafting. It was awesome. It was not so really? fun. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. Our white and our white, the, the, the leader, like each boat had, had a, a hired person to help guide the boat. She was yeah. exceptionally hot and yeah, she was wearing a white t-shirt with nothing else. And so when we were getting blasted with water and like the lunch stops and stuff, oh my gosh, it was one of the best moments of my 15 year old childhood. And, uh, anyways, that's a tangent, but, uh, I, I was taking driver's did ed. Her, did you add her on Facebook yet? <laughs> you should find her on Facebook. I don't even know where to, st- I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't even remember her name, uh, but that would be weird. Hey, remember me? Yeah, when I was, that was, that was 25 years ago. I saw She'd you be like, him. yeah, you're that disgusting kid that kept ogling me. Yeah. Like she does. She remembers you. <laughs> it wasn't just me. It was Aaron too. Uh, anyways, uh, I skipped out on driver's ed. I was taking driver's ed that week and we had uh, the finals or whatever that weekend. And uh, I was like, I don't get to go to Colorado ever. I'm going to Colorado with my buddy. My dad was all like, you make the decision, but it's your insurance prices or whatever. And, Yep. So I skipped out yeah. on that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Probably not. Probably not. With all your speeding tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Only in my 20s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There were a couple of years ago, I got one, but that one wasn't fair, though. That was a trap. It's a trap. Did you watch the uh, uh, Psycho Nitro Blast? No. Fortunately, I did not. Did you see uh, Mason got third? I think, yeah. In, in pro bass. It is. Yeah. So we had uh, Chris Morant won his class, one of his classes. I think it was, I think it was buggy. Yeah. In, gonna, intermediate buggy? I think so. I'm going to try to find yeah. it. Or do they do like intermediate expert and pro? Yeah, or, they had, is it- they had like. It was another one of those things where they have a lot of classes and you're, you're trying to figure out who goes and what and all that stuff. But, um, still I, Chris, Chris races what he, he want, he, it's kind of the same way I would be, to be honest with you. I would race what I'd feel I would have the most fun with. Not, not what I'm yeah. trying to prove. Oh, I'd, I'd That's be a, running an intermediate buggy I all day long. I wouldn't race pro buggy. Nope. 
I I would run intermediate buggy and then use pro buggy as my throwaway class to tune for intermediate. Yeah, like who wants to Maybe. just get out of the way every couple laps? Yeah, it was intermediate. So they had looks like they had uh intermediate or pro intermediate and sportsman. Nice. And you know, like at the Nitro Challenge, I think they have pro open and sportsmen or so. So it's just another name for yeah. for an open right open class. So that was pretty cool. Um looks like Adam Drake won forty plus again. Woo <laughs> Make him cry. <laughs> I wonder how many crybabies there were on uh YouTube or Facebook yeah. Live. I didn't I didn't look. Roman Gastelum was in that main. Finished sixth. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's cool. And then Drew Spurgeon, I've only met, I'm only, I think I've only met him once, but it's, yeah. we, we think it's funny because our name's really close because we'll hear over the mic Spurgeon or Sturgeon. I remember we were at one race and, and we kept looking at each other like, is that you? And I'm like, no, I thought it was you. <laughs> they took 18 cars to the main after, after really? all the, yeah, after all the bump ups and everything. Wow. But, I mean, that track uh, was huge though. That track was huge yeah. though. I mean, that kind of makes sense. That's 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 the race that the track never shuts down for practice, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Pro Electric buggy Mason was Mason qualified tenth, finished third. I always heard the story about Billy Easton, and he uh, uh, he got there and his stuff wasn't working good, and he stayed up all night working on his uh, uh, buggy, his nitro buggy. Yeah. Stayed up all night working on it, and then raced the entire next day, no yeah. sleep. And made the main. Yeah, I couldn't do that anymore. No, I, I think it was like in pretty recent history too. I yeah. heard that story from Jeremy Fellas, and he was he was running the race mm. uh, via Live RC, I believe. Oh, I think yeah. that's how. Yeah. Uh, Tom Rinnerneck was in the pro buggy, uh, pro electric buggy main. Um, finished fifteenth. Trying to see if there's any other local. Tebow was fourth. Consider him local now. Fuller, oh, yeah. Mason Fuller was 10th. Qualified fifth. Finished 10th. And Aiden Horn. Uh, I, I saw one of his posts. He, he was in the B, got the bump, and then uh, had some engine trouble, but he was in the A main. So, yeah. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's a, a crazy race. Ty Tessman winning that kind of a big deal, in my opinion. Yeah, because isn't he running hot race tires now? Yeah, he is. That's his. That's his best finish on those tires. Yeah, so far. But I mean, uh, also like, didn't he? Didn't the Nitro Challenge didn't really go very well for him, did it? I can't remember. Um, he made the. I don't know if he made the main. Right, that's he made the right. truck main for sure. I don't know if he made the buggy main. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, that was. So yeah, that that uh, that would be definitely the most challenging Nitro Challenge. You think they, call, they don't call it the nitro easy. They don't call it the nitro easy. Think it's yeah. the the goatee. Um, I don't know. He still had it, so maybe he's uh, harnessing the power of the facial fur. Yeah, maybe. I was when I first saw uh, Tessman with the goatee. I was like, "Is that evil, Tessman?" <laughs> Bizarro, <laughs> Tessman. Like, do you see another another tie from like the, walking from, around without without from, a goatee? From the mirror, he's from the mirror universe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a pivot break and then we'll talk about results from this weekend and uh, and then we'll get into some questions because we have not answered any uh, YouTube questions for a long time. 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending, and with me today is... Don Zoller. And we just wanted to give everybody uh, listening the backstory on pivot lending and maybe what separates us from our competitors in the marketplace. Uh, Pivot lending, uh, we're going on our 20th year and we're a mortgage banking company. We're different in a few ways that we have divisions of subservicing, divisions of third-party origination. We have a marketing team. In one division, we also have business development. We work business to business, whether it's with a community bank or a credit union. We also uh, work the retail side of the spectrum. So we're working with a lot of realtors. We're working with a lot of builders. There's a number of different ways that our organization has diversified as opposed to a standard mortgage banking company that's just generating a mortgage to the market and to sell it or potentially service it. We internally underwrite all of our loans in-house. We have five underwriters. We're big enough to play in the larger spaces, but small enough to be a boutique operation. We've got about 100 employees right now. We are in California, Arizona. We have offices also in Wichita, We're in Kansas City, Omaha, Colorado, inside Colorado, we're in Denver, Boulder, and opening up in Colorado Springs. We're kind of excited and growing. We're moving into the uh, New England market uh, with a a big partnership that also is a mortgage service provider to 234 different credit unions in the New England states. So uh, a lot of things happening and um, having Dawn locally is is a is a huge advantage for everybody in the RC community. I know that uh, not only myself, but the owner of the company, Brian Ottaviano, he's a hobby fan. He flew uh, quite a few remote control airplanes and loves that piece of it. He also follows Aiden, my son's racing, and so it's 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 great to be able to weave in the hobby into what we're doing and to be able to get back. To the hobby because of the the things it represents, I think are similar to things that we represent. David Olson, NMLS one six zero nine nine. Don Zoller, NMLS two seven seven five eight nine. Pivot Lending, NMLS one zero nine 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 five. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, I forgot. Uh, I didn't want to be that guy and like post it on Facebook or anything like that, but um, I did get my first vaccination last week. Oh wow! Yeah. Keep it up. My next one is on Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. I get my second one. That's pretty cool. I haven't gotten one yet. I basically just did it so that people would leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, My wife's after me to get it. I haven't gotten it yet. She's gotten the first one already. I mean, honestly, if you're young and healthy and haven't gotten COVID by now, you, you probably are okay, but... I'm I'm saying no opinions on the matter. I'm not a doctor. I just I just got it because I just want you to leave me alone. I I will I will get it, but no no opinions on the matter. Let all the old people and all the people that are in danger of of getting it more get a get it all first and then worry about it later. That's what that's I think. My, that's kind of my thought process. I just kind of thought that like 
more important people need it than I do right now yeah. at this point, but I'll get it when I can go to Walgreens to get it down the street or something. Right. Yeah. Super chat. Uh, we got a $5 super chat from Nick Nuthouse. And Thanks, uh, Nick. while we were talking about the psycho nitro blast, I forgot I was going to bring it up. Did you see the rocket jump that born horse did? I, I did. I saw that. That's Seems pretty cool. awesome. I, I'm pretty sure that thing's going viral already. The videos from that. I hope so. I hope so too. Cause that was really neat. And you could see on the video that the rocket actually helped the car. Oh yeah. No, further. like, cause it, it like took off and it was, it was like, well, use this broken car. Cause that car's broken too. I'm sure. That car drove away. They put it back on the oh, ground and he drove it back to himself. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's cool. It was like, like when it jumped off the jump, it was like this. And then and it went, started to come back down and then meow, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Cause I've seen, I've seen rocket assisted jumps at the pit, nice, uh, at the nitro blast, uh, where they hit the rocket before it actually hits the jump. Right. To give it that extra yeah. little boost. But this one, they get it. They did it while it was still going up in the air. And I think yeah. that that helped it go a little bit further. That was really neat. Yeah, no, it, that was like the perfect way to do it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. See what they come up with next year and see if they can get even farther. And the fact that it went straight, is pretty cool too. Oh yeah. I wonder what the rules are on that. Like know. no, no wings, no fins. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe to- just. No, nothing but rear wing and probably yeah. a certain wing. I don't know. I'll have to ask about it. All right. It's been two weeks. Uh, we haven't done this in a while here. Hang on a second. W- one drink. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> hey, pass me a kickstart. Did you ever watch the pizza reviews that guy does? Huh? One bite. Everybody knows the rules. I'll tag you in one of them. Okay. The barstool sports guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does does pizza reviews. Yep. He he always he's always like one bite. Everybody knows the rules. I don't think I've ever actually watched those, but I know of those. Dude, I haven't had pizza in a while. Like, Mm. and I watch those videos thinking about pizza. I like pizza. I like I like uh, I like just mooching off everybody during the race day and getting free pizza. Yeah. The best is like when you're walking around after the races, opening all the pizza boxes laying out, or, or you find food. There's always like cookies and donuts and uh, chips that are that are still there. I, I, for those of you guys not in the know, after you leave, that's all fair game. I'll I'll gladly take that as long as it hasn't been there for a few days. And Alex will eat it no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> the winner is. I want to talk about racing this weekend because we had a uh, honestly kind of a light day for us, even though it's still a good day. Mm-hmm. We had almost 60 entries. Um, yeah, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be like that. You could I, I get the sense that a lot of us are kind of rebooting the, yeah. this last couple of weeks because we haven't had mm-hmm. we haven't had our regular race program available. We need to talk about the TCS race. We didn't talk about that at oh, all yeah. last week. Oh, yeah. Guess guess who won GT2? You did. Did did you use any of the setup advice that I gave you? Yes, I did. My car is pretty dialed. Yeah. So happy. That second main, I was so happy. You're ready to 
to destroy that thing. I was. I wanted to break that car. That. In, yeah, I wanted to break that car in half when I first started driving. I was. I put all that work into it, trying to make this cool build video, and then I was like, I'm going to go on the track and get some good footage. And every corner, I I basically spin out, and I'm like, this is stupid. Hmm. Um. Anyways, we'll pick up on that here in a second. Let's let's talk about this weekend's racing while it's still fresh in my mind. We'll just cover uh, Saturday speed off road. Plexpec had uh, two heats. We had two heats in Plexpec, and we had two heats in 13.5 Wheeler. So we had an A and B main in both. Um, the A main of Plex was pretty good. Um, Andrew Thomas, or Dalton Conrad, uh, running a super uh, Rustler 4x4 uh, with, like, race tires on it. Works really good. And uh, he actually crashed right away and let a couple of these guys um, get around him, but then he came back to like the next lap and he basically walked away from everybody at that point. Andrew Thomas, uh, finished second. Um, Andrew did have the fast lap of the race though, with a 27 second instead of a 28 second from your leader. Uh, Greg Henry, one of the guys who, uh, uh, travels around kind of for a living. He's back in Omaha for a little while. So he was here running, uh, his, uh, Arma three S, um, the plastic chassis Typhon, not Typhoon Typhon, Brian Hart, uh, qualified six, finished fourth. Um, Travis Clancy was fifth. Ariana Smith, Tommy's uh, daughter, was uh, sixth place. And then Dylan Haas was seventh. And Mason Hardesty was eighth. The cool thing about the main, and actually both mains, is they all finished. That's always good in plex spec. Sometimes yeah, finishing is good. Yeah, can't win if you don't finish, so you got to get that out of the way first. So good job for all those guys, and uh, it was fun having that. I think we had 20-something plexers on Friday, too. So. Friday nights have been a little bit down, but it's kind of getting into their spring, summer, so that kind of happens for a little while. Yeah. Friday nights are usually the biggest in the wintertime anyways. Um, Stock Buggy, a good group of racers there. Um, Jackson Anderson, um, TQ'd and won that one. Uh, the only one to get 15 laps. Easton McCormick qualified fifth, came back to finish second. Orlando Martinez came back to get third. He was as far down, I believe, as like last. Him and... Uh, Kinzer, something happened on the opening lap where they both just not sure what happened, but they were both collected with each other and then they they had to struggle back. Um, Orlando was in like six for most of the race and then on the last couple laps he was able to get around Dustin and Nick Pavel, who were also having a pretty good race. And then it was Kinzer and then Tom Baker. Um, and then four-wheel drive mod there was a handful. Um, Aiden Olson, 22.2 second lap, fast lap of the day on the big track. Uh, Tom, Tommy Smith was second. Mitchell Pavel was third. John Haas was fourth and uh, gangler. Uh, didn't start this one. He was saving his car for the 13, five main, um, which was next. And then he had to bounce. He had to go real quick. Your TQ was Jackson Anderson and Jackson, I believe was leading until his car broke. Yeah, and it slowed him I way heard down. About it a little bit. Yeah, it slowed him way down, and eventually, uh, everybody started to pass him, and then he just pulled it off. So, um, Easton McCormick with his new ride, because so the McCormick switched all to TLR. They went from what they had over to TLR, and uh, uh, it was their first time out. Um, so Easton got the win. Dan Gangler was second. Nick Pavel was third. Kinzer was fourth. Orlando was fifth. Dustin was sixth. Daniel Bender and Sam Saunders made the bump from the thirteen five main. And finished seventh and eighth. Nice. And they got around uh, Jackson, and then uh, both Jackson and Ronnie uh, went and had some problems um, early in the main. 
But uh, Bender was looking fast. Uh, Sam was looking really good. It's nice to see Sam and his dad, Troy, on a, on a Saturday. Um, let's go to two-wheel mod. Riley Filbert gets his first win, I believe, at the Plex. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, TQ, definitely. TQ'd and win. Tommy was second. Uh, Aiden Olson uh, didn't qualify all day. He was working in the store, so uh, he could only come down for one race, and that was four-wheel drive. But since we ran this race after we were closed, um, he officially qualified seventh, finished third. That shows how important starting position is, too, when, when you have a bunch of good drivers because Aiden was probably the fastest car, but because he had to start dead last and get around everybody first, he wasn't able to catch up to Riley or Tommy. Yeah. Uh, Brian Burnt was fourth. Um, McCormick was fifth. Mitchell Pavel was sixth. I decided to drive Emerson's car. I wasn't going to race. And then I'm like, oh, Emerson's car is here. I'm going to go drive it. So I drove his car and I was in second place for most of the first qualifier. Mm-hmm. And then I landed a little long off this new section I built. And my car came to a halt, just stopped cold. And then it started to smoke. Oh, sweet. It let out the magic smoke. So then I was freaking out. I'm like, get it, get it, get it, get it. Take the body off. <laughs> uh, it was just a motor. That's all it was. Burned up a motor, burned it to a crisp. Which motor was it? It was a McLaren uh, 7.5. Oh. Did a wire come unsoldered? I don't know, but it was really old. And Emerson's car was really loud, way louder than I had remembered. And so I'm pretty sure the motor was making noise before that anyways. Probably lost a bearing and crashed the That's kind of what I was thinking. It got really, really, it got hot enough to melt all the solder holding everything together into the bottom of the chassis. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I just pulled it all and I was like, that's when I I told Cole, I'm like, here, just buy this and you can get going. (laughs) So... It works, I swear. No, it does work. It was just the electronics that were bad. That went bad. The car itself was actually pretty good. I was like, huh. I mean, race this in like a month and it works fine. Uh, let's see. So then independent stock buggy. Um, we had a pretty good turnout. I think we had nine cars. Um, Sam Saunders on, I believe, the second to last. Yes, it was. Second to last lap. Got the lead away from Daniel. I could have swore Daniel was gone in this one. So I actually wrote out Daniel's plex bucks about a minute from the end. Oh, really? Which shows I should never, ever, ever do that because it never fails when I do that. Either somebody breaks it or something weird happens and they don't actually win those plex bucks. So I got to stop doing that. What happened to Daniel? Yeah, I just slow, just, just got caught. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, Sam did really good. He was really fast. Um, yeah, that's good. But him and him and Daniel were together in the thirteen five wheeler main too, so they're kind of on that same that same area. Yeah, race it out. Ronnie went uh, was third. Troy Saunders was fourth. Lance Murray was fifth. Brian Hart was sixth. Josh Ryan was seventh, and Hunter Anderson broke out. Um, I think he lost a wheel. I'm not mistaken. And then Tom Baker didn't race that one. And then mini. Oh, there wasn't a mini truggy. There was only one. I do want to give a shout out to, so Andrew Thomas, about a month ago, him and his dad came up to the store and uh, they bought a whole B74.1 kit set up from us, from the Plex, like you're supposed to. Yeah. Car, motor, everything from scratch. Okay. And Mm -hmm. uh, they built it. And with a little bit of help from Tommy um, Smith uh, on setup and stuff and getting the tires all set up, 
this was his first official race day with that car. And I got to say, he's looking really good. He's looking That's like good. picking it up really fast. So we have this, I feel like we have this new crop of kids coming from Plexpec now that are growing out of Plexpec that are our next group, in my opinion, if they stick with it. And when I'm talking about Daniel, I'm talking about this Andrew Thomas kid. I'm talking about Sam Saunders, um, mm-hmm. Jackson Anderson. You can kind of lump him in there, in my opinion, even though yeah. he's even though he's kind of already kind of, you know, he's won some stuff. So um, that's for those of you guys that are that are listening that that either are thinking about starting a track or have a track and you're trying to figure out how to get new racers. It all starts with that beginner class. Yep. We've, 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 you know, Plexpec was a way back in 2005. I'm like, I don't want to call novice novice. I don't want to call it novice or I don't want to call it beginner, just beginner. I want to call it, it needs a name. It needs like a brand name. And that's where Plexpec yeah. came from. There's nothing spec about Plexpec. I just want people to show up and, and, and know that that they're entering Plexpec. But that, I'm telling you, that's where all of our new racers come from. And even if you only get 10%, if you're getting 40 on a race night in Plexpec like we are on Fridays and you get 10% of that group, that's four people that are moving on to the more advanced stuff that race on Saturdays. So it's just, it's just how it works. And I, th- I feel like that's the way um, that we need to do it. And then really quick, um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, where is it at? So we had a Tamaya regional uh, two weeks ago. We mm-hmm. didn't talk, we didn't get to talk about it with the Wenger interview. Right. But, but we had 91 entries for the regional. I believe that that's the most we've ever had for the March race. That's pretty good. Or February race. It used to be in February. Now it's in March. That's almost as many as we had for the nationals for the Tamaya Nats. So, you know, that's, that's a big deal. That's really good. That kind of, uh, Tim's Tim Tim is really putting a lot of work to make the, not just that race, but just like make our race kind of one to go to. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, I think they all had triple mains, so I just want to give the the guys who raced a shout out. Um, I'm going to kill some of these names, and I'm really really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, the winner of mini. So the mini used to be my bag back in the MO three days. I loved mini racing, but I kind of lost interest after, after the rear motor stuff was faster. That makes yeah. sense. Kind of just was like me. I never got into minis. Oh, I loved, I love the front wheel drive. MO three is so fun to drive. I probably would have been into it if I had raced. Uh, you know, they were like, when the carpet track died here in Lincoln, there wasn't any of that. But mm. I did 18th scale, and that was popular. Yeah. Rut Sriramit took the win with uh, uh, the least amount of points. I killed the name, and I'm really sorry. Some of these names are... I'm, I'm just... I need like a one of those... Um, what are they called when you look in the dictionary and you get the pronunciation? Yeah, pronunciation. Anyways, I need some help with that. Maybe like a teleprompter would be good. What? Yeah. Where? Uh, Who? When? <laughs> what's, what's going on? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
okay. Anyways, uh, back to what I was doing. Uh, Nat <sighs> from Fawi was second. Daniel Ho was third. Uh, Jeffrey Stevens fourth. Kit Chayaperm was fifth. Dennis Reardon was sixth. Ken McKinney was seventh. And Shane Menen- Menenti was eighth. And I'm really happy that I didn't have to announce this race. Oh, yeah. Because I would have destroyed those names all day long. And it's not, it's, we're going to keep going here as I, as I say that. So many had a pretty good turnout, though. There was, uh, there was lower mains in almost everything. I think the biggest class was, I think the biggest class was Euro Truck, maybe. Um, That's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, Euro Truck Triple Mains, David Weir uh, was first. That Nat Fomthawi uh, was second. Ken McKinney was third. I got some really cool slow-mo of his truck that I put on my little uh, TCS video. Um, Kenny's truck was really doing the bouncy thing. Like, bad. Like, I don't know how he drove it bad. At least in slow-mo. Maybe in real life it didn't, it didn't look as good. Or it didn't look as uh, yeah. bouncy. Uh, Bruce Lohaus was uh, fourth. Uh, Tim Ski was fifth. Uh, Dennis Redden was sixth. Chris Tyler was seventh. And uh, Kit uh, Shia, Shia Perm, I think that's how you pronounce it, was eighth. And then uh, GT Prospect. So this was the, these are the TTO2s. And they use, um, I believe the Prospect ones, they use a 21.5 locked end bell motor. And uh, so everybody's fairly equal. Uh, Vu, uh, Vu Vang, um, he's, a, he's a TCS, um, I believe previous like, like champ from the world strip or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he took the TQ and win. Uh, Nat, uh, Bomthawi was second. Trevor, Trevor Zelazny was third. That's pretty cool. Trevor, he works for us. So he did really good. Nate Anderson was fourth. Uh, Logan Prismanis, another one that works for us now, uh, was fifth. Um, Jeffrey Stevens was sixth. Bob Foster was seventh. Kit, uh, Chayaperm was uh, eighth. And Mike Wenzel was ninth. Formula One, uh, Vu. Took the win in this one again. Uh, Howard Lowe was second. Olin Hines was third. Jim Humgate was fourth. Mason Emder was fifth. And Andy Wallace was sixth. Not as many Formula Ones as I thought there would have been. Usually, yeah. usually at the TCS race, there's multiple heats of Formula One. Not this time. There's only six of them. That's kind of weird. GT1, uh, Vu. These are the 17.5 touring cars. And these are like the, the, um, the graphite cars, like the 420 and... Um, Basically, four nineteens. Um, yeah, there was only six of them in this one too. Uh, Vu uh, won by kind of a lot. Uh, Nathan Weir was second. Jimmy Stegan was third. Bruce Lowhouse was fourth. David Weir was fifth, and Howard Lowe was sixth. I would like to drive this class, but God, I cannot afford the car. I mean, a Tamiya four twenty is like six hundred bucks just for the car. <laughs> I was yeah. buy an eight scale for that much money. How much is it? Like six hundred dollars, like five ninety nine, I think, or even higher than that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't gonna spend that much money on that. Uh, GT two, um, there was eight of us. Um, qualifying, uh, I was close all all day on Saturday, and then um, Saturday morning I took the TQ. Nice. It was great. Uh, so I took the TQ and win. Um, probably, I w- I'm so stupid. I don't know why I didn't video the first race. I videoed the second race, which is boring. Um, but I didn't video the first race. The first main, I, I 
bumped the pipe literally in the first turn. And I corrected myself and uh, Nathan Weir got around me. And then I basically stayed on his bumper for like three and a half minutes. Yeah. And then he finally made a little bobble. I was able to get around and take the win. But that was probably one of the greatest touring car races that I've ever personally been a part of. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I mean, we were so close to one another. I mean, we were like this far apart the whole time. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. And it was clean. I mean, it really was. Jimmy Stegan, uh, qualified fourth, finished second. Daniel Ho uh, was third. Nathan, um, I don't know what happened in A3, but it, it made him go from second to, uh, to fourth, and that's where he ended up. Uh, Rutt was uh, Spearmint, Spearmint was fifth. David Weir was sixth. Mitchell Pavel was seventh. Brian Bowers was eighth. And I would like to uh, officially say that Will gave me some advice on the car because I was struggling with it, and it worked out awesome. Really? Thanks. Credit where credit is due. Credit where credit is due. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I just, all I did was I took the, the roll centers and I moved the pills so that the car was, uh, the, the arms were all the way up. I jacked as mm-hmm. much toe in, in the back as I possibly could. And, um, uh, I initially had a bunch of kick up in the front. I took that away. Yeah. And then Wednesday before the race, I put a gear diff in it in the front yeah. instead of the spool. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that made a huge difference. Yeah. And then a hundred thousand weight in the front. I started with 200 and it was better. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I wonder if I go down, I went down and it was even better after that. That's good. So, um, yeah, I've never liked a spool unless like, I was on asphalt. Well, dude, my x-ray, my x-ray has got a spool mm-hmm. and that car's, yeah. I mean, my x-ray is really good. And uh, on carpet, it's It's great. But this car, no spool, spool bad. Spool was yeah, it probably just tweaks bad. so much just because of the like the way that chassis is. It yes. doesn't work. It just twisted that. I mean, you can see the car just twist everywhere it's going, and having that spool in there, it was like the the front wheels were carrying the whole car around. You couldn't get any any bite in the rear to hang yeah. on. You know, when I put the uh, the gear diff in there, you could actually see the the whole car squat down in the corners now. Yeah, it probably just like like diffed out properly and let the chassis kind of work, you know, instead of just like overpowering it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Let's go to some questions. We haven't ordered, we haven't done any questions in a while. You want to do that? Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. Let's see the question. Right. Or two. Let's see what we got. I'm going to scroll through here. Do, 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 do. A uh, bunch of guys on here. John Haas, Peter Renault, Jason Haley, Dan Johnson, RC Wolf hobby club. Travis Clancy, hey. um, Sam, uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's actually Sam, um, uh, Saunders. Hmm. Palmer Bartlett wants to know, what do you think about the earthquake 3.5 nitro? I'm pretty sure this is a red cat. Oh, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I'll, I'll say it, uh, stay away. Buy, yeah. Just stick with stick with the Traxxas for Nitro only because of the easy start stuff. Yeah. Um the manifold is a little better. Um it doesn't like doesn't the Red Cat one like screw to the block or something? I don't know. All I know is that is that we're not gonna get a Red Cat sponsorship anytime soon. <laughs> That's right here. That's what you're after, is that easy start. I got a I got a Traxxas two five right here, baby. <laughs> I 
I hate pull starts so much. Yeah. I hate it when somebody buys a pull start and then they, they leave and then they come back and the pull start's been in like, like pieces. And I'm like, well, I mean, man, yeah. you, you want to buy another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 15 bucks. Here you go. Oh, oh man, man, you're going to need another one of those. Here, let me go get it <laughs> before they can say anything. It's like, oh man, I'll, I'll go get you that new one real quick. <laughs> Uh, Ain't no way you're spooling that back up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan Johnson says Haley's Comet will come back in 2062. Hmm. So that means that I will be, let's see, I was born in 78, so 100 would be 78, so then so 90, so that's 80. So, oh, man, so I'm going to be like 84. When was the last time it came? 86, <laughs> pretty sure it was 86. Man, I may never see it. I don't plan on living that long. You're 10 years younger than I am. You'll be able to see it again. Yeah, it's like 70. I'll be 76. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Then, Maybe you can watch it at the nursing home together or something. Maybe. It's going to be fun being in a nursing home. I'm going to put like fat beats on my wheelchair. I'm going to listen to Snoop Dogg yeah. and stuff. It'd be great. Yeah. You're like, he's listening to classic classical gangster rap. Yeah. <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, now I forget. Ah, it doesn't matter. Okay. So yeah, 2062. So that's my goal in life. If I hit that, if I, if I actually hit that, I'm dying the next day, probably. How old would you be? I, I think, it, I think if I did the math right, I'd be 84. Ooh, it's getting up there. It is getting up there. I'm going to have that permanent, like scared face. Like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor old people <laughs> make fun of them so much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I it, actually, when my mom died, my mom died at 55. So that's 10 years from now for me. Yeah. Like I said, I don't plan on living that yeah. long. I mean, honestly that when, when she, when she passed away at 55, I was like, Oh crap. I, you mean I can die? I yeah. didn't even know that that was a thing. And now as I creep up to that, I'm like, Holy crap. Like that's only 13, 12 years away now. Oof. I'll probably live to be like 103 or something probably. crazy. My, my, but here's the thing. My dad, I'm pretty sure I inherited a lot of my dad's genes because my dad is enormous. Okay. He's a, he's a large man, but he has no really crazy health problems associated with that. He doesn't have high cholesterol. I've never had high cholesterol and I eat like garbage. Um, he, he's never had, you know, so far he's 70 years old. He's never had any sort of cancerous things yet. His family, the rest of his family has, so I'm, I expect it, honestly. I expect it at some point, but my dad's 70, and he's, you know, he's not exactly a healthy weight. I'm skinny compared to my father, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make it. I don't know. I hope so. I, I inherited some of my dad's genes. They're Levi's. <laughs> what? You don't think so? Yeah, I don't think you look like your dad at all. When I saw your dad, I was like, I was like, that's your dad. If I was skinny, I'd look like my yeah, dad. Maybe you would. Yeah. You, you look at skinny will pictures. I look, I look a lot like him. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Now I'm fat, fat will. <laughs> fat, fat, yeah. Fat, but you've fat. lost some weight though. You've been doing a good job losing some weight. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get back down there. Yeah. You know, if I get down to like 170 pounds or 180 pounds, I may start racing go-karts again. Oh, That'd be pretty sweet. Dude, if I weighed 180 pounds, I'd be so skinny because I'm I'm 240 usually, all the time. Yeah, 
If I weighed one, if I shed 60 pounds, I can't even imagine what I look like. That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome though. I I'd only race like no rules open class though. Right. Yeah. Stuff like 70 horsepower, two stroke stuff. Be awesome. Uh, the webs are on here, both Cole and Eli, or they were hey on here. Uh, let's see. John Haas said, uh, turns out somebody's car was really loud in four wheel drive and it was actually John Haas's, uh, speed controller fan vibrating against the plastic. So it was really, really loud. Uh, here's one Peter Renault. Peter Renault's on here. He wants to know, will the new B3 steering bits fit on a T6.2? They, they would. Yeah. Cause the front ends, this, the same. So he's talking about that, that, uh, that deal that keeps in the two screws to the yeah. top plate. Yeah. And there's also st- the steering racks different too, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. I don't think so. Is it? I thought, I thought there's something so. with the steering rack to get rid of the slop. Not that I'm aware of. Oh. It's just that, just that thing that keys that into the top plate. Okay. That, Upper deal. I think I, I thought so. All right. Could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I build the car too. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it bolts, bolts down in that same, that same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, John Haas can't seem to find a hobby wing, just stock ESC 13, five combo anywhere. Probably won't, uh, hobby wings in the same predicament as everybody else were, uh, right now, Supply all of a sudden got really short again. Um, and it's not necessarily due to the pandemic. It's more of all the access points for all the parts coming in from, from, from overseas are bottlenecked. Like they don't have enough people to work the dock to get stuff off of the boats basically. So everything's been taking a super long time or some, some places are just straight out of stuff again. Yeah. So. Steve RC wants to know what parts are the most important upgrade from stock on a B six two B six three for someone new to reduce breakage and more money going into it right away for repairs. Um, well, I would probably do that steering rack thing we were just talking about by getting the new uh, top plate and then the um, the piece that keys in. I think it comes with that too, like the this front shock tower mount and ball stud mount mm-hmm. um that that piece is what you'd want because uh those screws that hold the uh bell cranks in break off in that and that's that's what that that piece is there for is to strengthen up the that area yeah um the other thing that i mean if for reliability that's about it that is like the only thing i ever broke on the old car is just that screw well as somebody who has a kid who breaks his stupid car all the time for me, it was always, it was always the aluminum front bulkhead, aluminum steering rack parts. Yeah. Those three things for sure. And then, yep. and then I, I decided to go against like aluminum rear hubs because I was always afraid of the bolstead breaking off in the hub and then costing me $40. So I just left them plastic. Well, the new hubs though. So they have that, um, this is actually removable. Right. Yeah. Yeah you know, on yep. the new hubs and associate has those new aluminum hubs for this car. Yep. And J concepts has a set too, I yep. believe. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, uh, either one would be a good choice. I, I have some aluminum hubs on order, so I'm going to get bling this thing out. Uh, Jacob Poteet says, are you and will going to bring back gas truck to its glory days? 
I hope so. Well, I, it's not yeah, really it's I not really so. us. It's more ignite trying to bring it back yeah. to its glory days. So the uh, I'm I'm building one. The flyer for the truck series. I I gave all the information to to Mike um, when I came back from vacation. We're working on the awards for the ProTech race right now. That's taking the most importance. And uh, I had to get t-shirts made too. So that's, I got that done today. Thank goodness. Um, those are on order. So we'll actually have t-shirts for the race. Um, but the flyers for the summer series and the, uh, the Saturday truck series uh, should be out right after that. So uh, gas trucks on that, on that Saturday truck series starts in June. I think it's June 19th might be our first one. Cool. <laughs> Uh, Chad Parks is on here. Uh, I don't Chad. have I don't have anything but large and medium shirts left. Um, he needs to order more. So if you want a T-shirt, just email him. Yeah, I got one. Um, this is what they look like. Yeah. Uh, Peter Renault says they won't let him cross the border. Still, <laughs> he wants to come. <laughs> he wants to come race at the Plex at some point. But uh, I think I think Canada just got even more strict on their stuff. Oh. Um. That's I, hard to believe. If that I read Canada the, would be more strict. If I read the news. G Farb wants to know when to adjust dual rate brake and EPA brake. That's a good question. If your car, if you hit the brakes and your car like flips over forward, then you probably need to turn them down. Your endpoint, because well, I run the the endpoint adjustment at a hundred. And then turn it down on the thumb. Yeah, I was like, gonna I say run like nine. I run ninety brake all the time, but I on the thumb, but um, on the, like the thumb switch or whatever. Yeah, but like the you always set everything up at a hundred. It's weird because when I when I had Orion stuff speed controllers, I I actually use my endpoint adjustment instead of dual rate. Oh but, really? But with my hobby wing stuff, it's it's way more sensitive. And there's a lot more parameters to change. And so now I have my EPA at 100 and I never touch it and I use the dual rate or I go into my speed controller and turn it down. Yeah. But I hardly ever, I don't mess with EPA at all on that. When I use my, when I did mess with EPA, this, my car got weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't change, change it at all. But my Orion and Novak, or Orion and Novak stuff, I always used EPA to adjust, mm-hmm. the, to adjust the brake to get it to not lock up. Basically what you want to do, correct me if I'm wrong, is basically you want to hit the brakes and not have your car just lock up instantly. Like you want it to be a, a nice smooth brake. Am I right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it like you don't want your car to break traction cause you hit the brakes. You want to use, be able to use the brakes to set the car a little bit, but like some, some guys have their stuff. I like usually like when I drive somebody's car and their brakes are like, like where they like, it like compresses the front suspension, like into the ground. When I hit the brakes, I can't even drive that stuff. Or like if you go off a jump and you hit the brakes in the air and just like dives forward, I, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, but I, I would say dual rate more than EPA. Mm-hmm. especially with today's speed controllers where you can adjust a lot of your brake stuff in the speed controller too, instead of using, yeah. instead of using EPA. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nuthouse says, do you remember the old Futaba junior radio? Keep looking for a new radio with that feel in the hand. I, I had one, I had one too. I, I actually think in my opinion, the DX five C is about as close as you're going to get to, to that sort of feel. 
because the wheel on the DX5C is way up here, like the junior was. Uh, Trevor Paul, he was on here. He says, hello, fellas. And uh, Cole Webb wants to know, do you allow all-wheel drive buggies in independent? No, we do not. It's two-wheel drive only independent buggy. Unless we have like a, unless we do another independent series in which all like 13.5 truck and uh, and 17.5 buggy would be an independent class on their own, which I haven't done yeah. for a while. Um, just because the summer series kind of takes precedence over everything. That's it. That's all that's on here. That's all the questions, huh? Yep, that's it. So you work on anything tonight before we go? I'm I'm gonna go home back home work on my crawler course. What are you what are you doing? I'm gonna finish up my six point three probably. Get the, the wing Scotch Bright Scotch Broat. Is that scotch, is that how you'd say like scotch, says scotch bright it's scotch broat? <laughs> um do that and then uh probably mount some tires for it. Yeah. I got tires waiting at home for the independent or for the uh spring race. For Emerson and I. So. No gold dirt webs anywhere though. Wah wah. That's run ellipses. Which by the way, the Plex has uh, plenty of right now. We uh, we kept all of the tires that we had in the J Concepts race. So we got front silver and gold ellipses. We have rear gold, rear silver ellipses. We're not shipping them, so don't ask. Uh, we're hoarding them all for the uh, spring race. So. Nice. And of course, we got Proline tires up the wazoo too. So. For all of you, all of you Proline lovers and some raw speed. We got raw speed stuff too. A lot of that in stock. So clay compound. All right. Well, uh, this show, uh, as always brought to you by pivot lending group. You can find them at pivotlending.com If you mention our show, um, you can get either a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off of your interest rate. If you do a, uh, home loan or refinance contact Don Zoller, Don Zoller or a Nelson's dad. It's always a good one to get hold of as well. Yeah. I think that's it. We're going to bail. Thanks, Will, for uh, for hanging in there and being back. How'd you like your vacation? We didn't do a show for a week. It was good. It was fine. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. Nice having a break. <laughs> it's nice having a break for every once in a while. Okay. Well, uh, I'll be on After Hours this week. No After Hours next week because I'll be in the middle of a track build, but uh, I'll be working on something. Probably the B3. So. B6.3. B6.3. Whatever we call it. Bye. See you guys. Thank you.